Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk about the Ten Commandments. Yes, specifically, I do. I'm, I, I, I've seen them done in modern language, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly run through them. And I tell you why. It is tough out here in the world right now, especially in North America, but even around the world. You know, we've just gone through three years of a fake pandemic. It was planned. It was, we were manipulated in every country. The truth has all come out now. These fake vaccines were never vaccines to begin with. They're causing deaths and all sorts of other issues. And it was all done for greed and money and to control a population and to shut down economies. It's, it's very sad, actually, that it was so easy to do. But at the same token, it woke a lot of us up to say, wow, we've been sort of living in a world where a lot of stuff has slipped in that we're not paying attention to. And a lot of powers that be, like, I'm probably one of the first, no, probably one of the first uh, demographics that don't get involved in politics very much because it's, it's too easy now. We ha- you know, I, my grandparents are post-war. And let me tell you, they took Canada very seriously. They took their freedoms very seriously. They were very grateful. They were very involved. My grandfather was a labor leader for many years. And we were taught to vote in our in our household. You know, it didn't it even didn't even matter if you didn't all agree. Let's have a conversation. Why do you believe the way you do? Um, but you vote. In other words, being an armchair warrior is is for nobody. Democracy, guys, takes work. Communism is easy. Someone else does all the work. You just do as you're told. Democracy takes work. And it's young. The fact that we're trying to change history in our kids' as schools is devastating to me as a history buff and a person that has studied history, believes in learning from our mistakes in the past so we make better choices. So when I see the same mistakes being made over and over again, I just kind of shake my head going, we're not growing as, as human beings. But I think we are, and I think that's why the screaming of the 1% has gotten so loud. And I also think that's why governments took such drastic measures to shut us down during the fake pandemic of COVID. It was just another flu virus. It's been proven it was intentional. The vaccines were not vaccines. All of this, these facts have come out now. But we let it happen. And then on top of that now, these people realize they destabled our, uh, destabilized our economies Canada especially just printed money like it was going out of style. We have inflation going out of control. We have immigration that is too much that our, than our housing market can handle. We have no balance any longer in our country at all. We are in crisis, actually. Interest rates went through the roof. Housing prices are through the roof. They are confusing our children in school about sexuality. They're trying to destroy churches. Nothing is perfect, guys but we're focusing on the wrong things. Instead of focusing on teaching our children to accept everyone where they are, 
the government is stepping in in Canada and taking away parental rights. Remember, democracy takes work, communism is easy. So you have to ask yourself, who's in charge here? Who should be in charge and how should we behave? I grew up fighting the battle for gay rights. I'm a child of the 80s where homosexuality was still not accepted and friends of mine that I came out of high school with that ended up being gay, I was very accepting and loving towards that despite the fact that my family was completely against me because as Christians, Christianity believes that homosexuality is a sin. I have a more open mind saying maybe it is, but what if it isn't? What if we're just reading all of this propaganda wrong? Maybe parts of the Bible were translated to be propaganda. I don't know. I believe in the Bible. I believe it was divinely inspired. But there's a lot about it that doesn't make a lot of common sense. And there's a lot about it that breeds a lot of hatred and, what's the word I'm looking for, and judgment. And that's not the way of good energy. Okay? So instead of focusing on maybe 10 things that our whole society as a country has been focused on, you know, our national anthem, and when I was younger, we said the Lord's Prayer in school, things like that. We believed in morality, in doing good. Now we're fostering hatred again all the time. You know, when BLM, uh, Black Lives Matters, which is a terrorist organization, that spews hatred and division again when when people in our countries were finally making inroads into acceptance and reconciliation all of that is is not happening any longer now we've got transgender activists that are violent and my cousin asked me the other day she said you made a comment that they're trying to tear down our way of life and i'm like well they are if you watch any news that shows you the real happenings at any of these demonstrations they're the ones that are violent and they're the ones that hate my way of life. They will tell you that right on air. They don't like the family unit because they are angry, hurt people that are lashing out. Are they trapped in the wrong body? I don't know. I have a personal opinion about that. I don't believe in it. I believe, but then again, you have to understand, I also believe that we all made a choice when we came down here to be in this body and experience this. I believe in reincarnation. Most Christians do not. It's a one and done. You know, you're born, you live your life for God and accept Christ as your personal savior and you go to heaven or hell. Yeah, I, I struggle with that black and whiteness. There's not a lot of wiggle room there for love and acceptance and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, holy wars of the past and all that jazz and the kind of hatred that can really be propagated with white supremacy and hatred against Jews and blacks and Muslims. All of it to me is just the behavior around the hatred is abhorrent to me. It's not how things need to be, need to be rolling. The, uh, is the, is it the Quran that belongs to the Muslims? It's full of bad stuff. You know, why should 40 virgins all get raped by some guy that, you know, that, why, why is that hit their reward? That makes no sense to me. Why do Christians think it's okay to hate other people if they're not believing exactly what they're believing or to invade other countries to spread the gospel? Uh, I'm sorry. How about you do you? You protect your borders. I'm okay with that. If there's an evil presence, give a hand. But when we just take our positions 
and we just love to hate on everybody else that doesn't agree with us. And that is not the way forward. So let's talk about the Ten Commandments. Let's forget everything else in the Bible. You know, I grew up with dancing a sin, moving movies a sin, drinking wine was a sin. You know, everything in life was a sin. And I'm like, okay. But even when I grew up and my parents' generation grew up, people still lived our laws were very much based on things based on the Ten Commandments. So let's talk about them because I think those things need to be brought back. I think those things need to be celebrated, taught to our children, and some of these uh, points I'll explain why as we go along. So let's go with the biblical. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. We take that, a lot of the Christian religions, as everyone else's God is false and we should hate them. Well, what if God just simply manifested himself differently in different areas of the planet? I don't know. I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm just saying keep an open mind. The Ten Commandments for children, love God more than anything else. Now, here's a little caveat. Since in my religion, we are taught when we accept Christ as our personal Savior and are infilled with the Holy Spirit, that God lives in us. So shouldn't we love ourselves more than anything else? And I don't mean selfishly, but love the God energy that is in us, our soul, who we are. Just something to think about. Instead of taking something and making it negative, I just like the way this is worded for the positive. The universe will answer what you ask and will bring good should you ask it. But one of the things, for instance, that I have a real tough time with Christians is their attitude is, why did God allow that to happen? God didn't. Mankind was created, I believe, and the Bible is very clear that earth is our birthright. It was given to us to look after, and we were given free will. You don't get free will and then sit and bitch about the fact that God isn't looking after everything. We are in charge of looking after everything. And we're not doing a very good job of that. Everyone's very nimby. Not in my backyard. I'm just going to live in my little puddle, but don't, you know. So we sometimes watch a lot of evil go on and we actually support it so that we don't, we're not inconvenienced. Hmm. Really? Okay. Well, something to think about. Thou shalt not worship any graven image. Kids version. Don't make anything more important than God. We took it growing up that it meant idols. So you remember uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? <laughs> Graven images. When the uh, Israelites were in, lost in the desert for 40 years because they lost faith in God after uh, he, uh, Moses rescued them from the land of Egypt and they literally melted down all their jewelry and made a golden calf and started worshiping it. Uh, no, that's an inanimate object. It's simply about placing God first. And our gods now are social media. And there are so many lies and things out there that our children are susceptible to that is putting things before God. And you can use whatever word you want there. Power of the universe, the God in you, I don't care. But the extraneous the extra out there apart from our soul should never be more important than our soul and 
and the God energy that lives in all of us. Okay, just something to think about. Thou shalt not take God's name in vain. They put it, always say God's name with love and respect. Now, this was a tough one because, of course, I did not grow up saying things like, oh my God. But as I got a little older, and in when I'm in reading and written stuff, and they spell God, G-O-W-D, I got, sometimes I would say that in a moment of just surprise or something. And it's like, instead of saying, oh my goodness, it's like, okay, where did that come from? How did my habit change around that? Because we all do it. We all use it. And what would happen if God's name was Peanut? Oh, my Peanut? Is that <laughs> Would we always, you know, why, why do we say, oh my God? Isn't that right? Just something to think about. So that's the third commandment. Maybe it's just about saying God's name with love and respect. Because wouldn't that be the same for every person on the planet? Four, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Now, of course, I grew up with no sports on Sundays, no uh, rest, uh, very few restaurants even, no stores were allowed to be open on Sunday. That all changed in the 80s and the 90s. The fourth commandment children version is honor the Lord by resting on the seventh day of the week. Now, in the Bible, it's very clear about seven days. Fields should remain fallow every seventh year. Don't plant on that field, the Bible says. It's very, actually, and it's true, actually, it's very basic biology and science now that we're understanding, but we don't. We are consumers and it's go, go, go. Well, our bodies can't handle that. The earth can't handle that. So maybe it's time to let go of all the religious connotations and just kind of just get back to the basics of God knows when he created this body that it needed rest. How about you rest? Have that day for family, contemplation, spending time in meditation and prayer. Give God a bit of your time. It's one day out of the week. He's not asking for much. Plus, it has been proven that our bodies just can't keep going. We have mental health crises in this country and in this continent, in this, on this planet. Something to think about. Honor thy father and thy mother. This can be a tough one. I have a mother that I have who has been quite awful to me most of my life, whether it's from jealousy or anger or past life. I really don't know what it's all about, but her and I just not on the same page. But the Bible says that I am actually to respect that. And it says, love and respect your mom and dad. So now that my mom's got dementia and the revengeful teenage childhood part of me that would like to just put her in a home and never see her again, because why should I look after her? Because she's been so awful to me. <laughs> the healed part of me says, I choose to live by God's word. So therefore, I will honor and respect the journey, the person that was put here to birth me, and maybe even keep my mind open to the fact that maybe I chose to come down to this earth with her and her do this role so that I could learn something from it. Don't know. I really don't know. But sometimes, isn't it easier to simply choose to believe in something? One of the uh, great lines from a show that I absolutely adored was called Firefly. It was a space cowboy sci-fi show that I loved. And they eventually made a movie called uh, Serenity to end it. So the, it was a Josh Whedon thing. I'm a huge uh, sci-fi fan. 
and Preacher was a character in the show. And the show never made it because when it was finally aired, they aired it out of sequence. I don't know why. And you couldn't because each episode tied into the next one and the journey of the people on this ship. Anyways, in the end, they got a major motion picture out of it. And so about once a year, Keith and I still watch it because we love it. We love, the, we love the comedy. We love the characters. We just love the show. But when Preacher uh, is, is having a, a life moment, he says to the main character, it doesn't matter what you believe in, just believe. We, as human beings with organized religion, forget to have faith. We instead believe what is right, what is right and wrong to us and want to impose that on everyone else around us and judge everyone. Instead of backing up to the commandment that just says, just believe, just have faith. Okay, so just, again, something to think about. Thou shalt not kill. Really not rocket science. Never hurt anyone. We have laws for this. Our laws are based a lot on the Ten Commandments. We don't kill people. Now, a lot of people have taken that, that under no circumstances. And I sit on the fence with that one because sometimes in war, and let's face it, there were holy wars. The Bible even had wars. So I've always had a tough, tough time um, reconciling the, ten, the um, sixth commandment of do not kill with the Bible's teaching how armies went forth and fought against the ungodly. Mm, um, if we're not supposed to kill, does, doesn't that mean kill nobody? And I'm a big believer in capital punishment. Sorry, I just don't think that our resources, if someone is truly evil and is committed multiple crimes and they're never going to be rehabilitated, why should they stay with us on this planet? Just put them out of everyone's misery and send them on their way. But of course, I believe in life after death. And I also believe that they maybe they'll have a better time or the second time around. I don't know. It, that's a really tough one. I don't have an answer. I can only kind of share with you some of my beliefs. But also, I still question those beliefs. You're probably listening to this going, okay, Shelly, well, you just said this. And now you're questioning that belief. And it's like, that's right. I question everything. But mainly, never hurt anyone. It's really not rocket science. So don't take it to the extreme of, murderers on death row or war just take it basically to in your surroundings I believe in self-defense if someone breaks into my home and this is a big issue in Canada right now um, our corrupt government has repealed our self-defense laws if someone breaks into your home and you hurt them they can charge you for defending yourself and your family the law would rather that person break into your home murder you and all your children in your beds than give you the right to defend your own home. There is something so fundamentally wrong with that, I can't even begin to go into that. And maybe you don't agree with me, but why can't you defend yourself? Bible even says, do not throw, you know, um, pearls before swine. So it, it knows there's bad people out there. Anyways, just something to think about. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Again, is this something that really needs to be taught? But apparently it does. Always be faithful to your husband or wife. And I don't care if you're same-sex marriages or... I don't care. If you've made a commitment to spend your life with someone, be faithful. 
And if you do not want to be with that person, leave them. Don't cheat on them. I have no patience for that nonsense in my own life. My husband has just, he was cheated on as a very young person, like in his early 20s. So he has a very, he's got to be one of the most loyal people I know because it hurt. It was, it was debilitating to his, to his soul. And he was like, I would never, I never would want someone else to feel the way I felt when that person cheated on me. So he is very loyal that way. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a very good thing. So if you don't want to be in a marriage, don't get married. Don't be with someone. Don't even cohabitate. If I mean, if you both choose to have an open marriage, I'm staying out of that one. Not my, not my cup of tea. Don't agree with it. I don't have to. But don't be in a marriage and deceive someone because it's basically still lying. So something to think about. Thou shalt not steal. Again, not rocket science. Don't take things that aren't yours. And we have a huge issue with that in this country now. We seem to have lost the respect for other people's belongings. I live, I have a home in Penticton, British Columbia, that the homeless situation up here is out of control. And it's out of control because of lack of government um, intervention. They have closed programs, closed mental health facilities. And because the weather's a little more tolerable up here, there are cities and even other provinces that are shipping they're convicts and, and stuff and homeless people to our province. And it's like, excuse me. <laughs> so these people are committing crimes, do not have respect for other people's property. I've worked very hard for the things that I have. And if they were given to me by my family, they worked very hard for those things. Don't steal. The person that's running a business needs you to pay for those goods. Your kids cannot be in their shoplifting. Don't take what isn't yours. Again, not rocket science. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Always tell the truth. It's really, again, not rocket science. I know I love that expression. I've probably said it 17 times. I better stop. I won't say it again. Don't lie. Now, we're not going to go into the minutia of little white lies, this, that, and the next thing. We're going to start with teach your children the black and white. They'll learn the gray areas as they get older. But we're trying to introduce kids to all the gray areas when they don't have the faculties for that. Kids thrive when they feel secure in their life, in the people that love them, when they have bumpers to bump up against to find their own way. Better to teach them black and white, but to question and ask questions so that as they grow, like I have, I can look back at my childhood and go, yeah, I don't buy into some of that doesn't mean I hate what I was taught or I hate the people that taught me. I've just chosen to have a more open viewpoint. Give your children that same gift. Thou shalt not covet. Be happy with what you have. Don't wish for other people's things. That's what covet means. It means being jealous or wanting what someone else, is, someone else has. I've got lots of opinions on this. Maybe there is um, a reason you came to earth this time around to learn some lessons and this is what it is for you this time around. Maybe you're not attracting what you want in your life. You haven't done the work to grow and understand that the universe wants to give you what you want. I don't know, but these are all things for you to think about. All of this that I bring when I do my podcasts are for you to think about. That is my only job. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. 
which is not how that expression is supposed to go, by the way. I believe the correct expression is shoulda, coulda, woulda. But coulda, woulda, shoulda is, has a very specific meaning why the podcast is called this. There is that, I could have I done that, the overconfidence. Then there's the procrastination. I would have done that if this hadn't gone wrong and that shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Should have done that regret. So we got a lot of overconfidence, a lot of procrastination, a lot of regret. A lot of people live in this cycle constantly in their life. My only job on this podcast is to shake you out of that. And if you want to dress up like a kitty cat and go out to a restaurant for dinner, you go ahead. But your children don't identify as kittens and pee in litter boxes in schools in grade three, okay? It's unsanitary and it's not normal. It's just, it's just you know, come on. Let's move, let's move this along here. We need to get back to some basics of what is appropriate behavior? What are good things to believe in? How do we teach our children to question but accept? I am really struggling with the hatred that's being driven in our school system right now and the confusion of children that actually we're not solving their problems by transitioning them and giving them life-shortening um, drugs and and confusing them more. We're actually not addressing the fact that a lot of our kids are on the spectrum because of too much medical interference or the fact that they have very low self-esteem and depression issues because social media is their lives. We keep giving them devices at, at young ages. So instead of taking responsibility, I believe, as parents and saying, hey, we're going to have some guidelines. My granddaughter was very regulated on what she's allowed to see online and still is, and she's not even 13 yet. And I am so very grateful for that. My son had a gaming addiction in his teens that we had to deal with, which was, man, that was rough as parents. Because, of course, that wasn't something around when I was a kid. It was, that was what was new in that generation. And it's like, wow, you know, what, ju- what just happened here? So it's always important to not slap on the Band-Aids on everything in life, but to find solutions and even take further steps back to find out what caused the problem in the first place and change the behavior. And personally, getting back to some of the basics of the Ten Commandments is a good start. You don't have to be buying in all to all the rest of it. You don't even have to make a permanent decision at this time. The question is, could you in your life accept that these are good points of view to have for a honorable, kind civilization? And if they are, give it some thought. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.